Are you working so hard at trying to do your best at work and for everyone else in your life that you have nothing left for yourself? Do you want to be seen as a good person, a good leader, a good Christian, so you say yes to almost everything and feel guilty saying no or setting boundaries around your time? I spent most of my life trying to find my value in seeking the approval of others, achieving success in school and in my career, and trying to be whatever I thought made me pleasing to others. And guess what? I still didn't feel good enough. God changed all that for me, and I know that you can find freedom from people-pleasing and approval-seeking too. I know that you can create more time for the things that matter most without guilt and shame. You can find fulfillment outside the approval of others just as I did. God changed my life through Christian Life Coaching and planted it in my heart that I needed to honor Him by serving other women in the same way. Let me help you create more breathing room, more space in your day so that you can better hear God's leading. Go to gracefilledleader.com to learn more. That's gracefilledleader.com. Grace, G-R-A-C-E, filled, F-I-L-L-E-D, leader.com. Is it possible that decluttering is actually divine? Does organizing go beyond the physical and align with biblical principles? Well, let's look first at who we strive to model our lives after. As Christians, we are to seek more and more to live like Jesus. He is our example, our instruction manual for living. In a world that is obsessed with accumulation and excess, the life of Jesus stands as a timeless example of simplicity and purpose. Beyond the historical narrative, Jesus' way of life provides a profound blueprint for decluttering both in physical possessions and, perhaps more importantly, in the realm of the heart and the mind. As we dive into the scriptures, we discover that decluttering is not just a modern fad, but a profound and biblical principle embedded in the very essence of Jesus' teachings. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really felt good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Well, you are in the right place. Here on the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast, we focus on spirit-driven success and share the secrets to having better work-life balance as a busy woman in leadership. Here you will learn how to set boundaries like a boss, find peace of mind, and reclaim your time for the things that matter most. Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and certified Christian life coach. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. I spent decades people-pleasing and pouring myself into my work. I was looking for my value through the approval of others. This led me to feel burned out empty and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I realized that I was wasting time and energy looking for validation in all the wrong places. 
but my life changed when I finally surrendered and God showed me a different way. It is my mission to help you start living the abundant life God has for you. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and find freedom from people pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. I had taken a little bit of a diversion from our discussion, but it said that we were going to focus on decluttering. And today we're actually diving more into that conversation about how decluttering is a representation of how Jesus lived. And just as a update, I haven't exactly stuck to my first plan of decluttering. I have started the decluttering process, but while I was intending to go through my kitchen in my first week of decluttering, I actually got sidetracked and had to go through my utility room and the under the stairway storage area, which was a big, big task. So if you too are joining my decluttering journey, be sure that you jump on over to the free Facebook community and share your successes, your struggles, some areas that you intend to tackle. It could be just a drawer or two, or it could be a room, or it could be your whole house in bits and pieces. I really just want to focus on how decluttering our minds and our spaces can really put us on a path that allows us more peace and freedom in our lives. Let's look first at how Jesus' lifestyle actually points to the nature of being or living a decluttered life. Jesus' lifestyle is one of simplicity. The Gospels portray Jesus as a man who embraced simplicity and rejected the allure of material wealth. He was born in a humble stable. Jesus chose a life that was devoid of ostentation. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 20, he declared, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. This intentional simplicity challenges us to reevaluate our own lives and the clutter we accumulate in the pursuit of worldly comforts. Let's next look at how there was a detachment from material possessions. Jesus repeatedly emphasized the transient nature of material possessions. In Matthew 6, verses 19 through 21, he advises storing treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy. This counsel goes beyond a mere detachment from material wealth. It actually underscores the importance of decluttering our lives from the distractions that hinder our spiritual growth and connection with God. If we're always going after the next best thing, or the latest and greatest, or our view of success is accumulating more wealth or stuff, we're idolizing things and putting them before God. Jesus demonstrates the essence of prioritization in his life. Amidst the numerous demands, Jesus demonstrated an unwavering commitment to his purpose. Mark chapter 1 verse 35 reveals that very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. 
This deliberate act of prioritizing time for communion with God serves as a powerful reminder to us to declutter our schedules, making space for the essential aspects of life. Number one being time alone with God, time to just be in his presence, to hear his voice, to hear his leading in our lives. If we're just filling up our lives and our schedules, we are distracted from the very thing that he calls us to, which is relationship with him, dependence on him. A fourth principle that also points to prioritization and simplicity is seeking first the kingdom of God. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus implores believers to, quote, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. This profound principle challenges us to declutter our ambitions and align our priorities with the eternal, the eternal kingdom, not the temporal. By seeking God first, we let go of the unnecessary baggage that often clutters our homes, our lives, our hearts, and our minds. And we're pointed to the freedom or the liberation from the weight of sin. Central to Jesus' mission was providing a pathway for humanity's freedom from sin. In John chapter 8, verse 36, he declares, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This freedom extends beyond forgiveness. It encompasses freedom from the burdens of guilt and shame. It invites us to declutter our hearts and minds from the weight of sin. And this decluttering of our minds and hearts is something we're going to talk about more on tomorrow's episode and how scripture points to this decluttering of the mind and the heart. So to just wrap this up, as we talk about decluttering our minds, our hearts, our schedules, our houses, we're reminded that Jesus was an example of this, that decluttering can be an act that we take to begin our journey toward freedom in this life, toward more peace, less chaos. The life of Jesus Christ as depicted in the scriptures is a profound testament to the art of decluttering. His intentional simplicity, his detachment from material possessions, his prioritization of his purpose, the emphasis on seeking God's kingdom, and the offer of freedom from sin all point to a life unburdened by unnecessary clutter. As followers of Christ, we are invited to emulate this example, not merely as a lifestyle choice, but as a spiritual discipline rooted in the very teachings of our Savior. In embracing the principles of decluttering found in the life of Jesus, we discover a path that leads to a more, a more purposeful, a more focused, and a spiritually enriched existence. My sister friends, I encourage you to look to where you can begin to declutter areas of your life, whether it's your heart, your mind, your home, your schedule. Join me in this journey to create a more simple life that allows us the space and the room to breathe and the 
the room to create time to just be in communion with God and to more clearly hear his leading on our lives. Until next time, I pray that God fills you with gratitude, his peace, and his amazing grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.